all the nutrition information out there today. Everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Today, we're actually talking about the vegan and vegetarian diet. So what is the difference between vegan and vegetarian? This is probably one of the biggest questions I get around vegan and vegetarian. Both vegan and vegetarian don't eat meat, fish or poultry. Vegetarians can allow eggs or dairy. Vegan, on the other hand, is a lifestyle. This not only affects what you eat, it affects, you know, what you wear and everything like that. Vegetarians a lot of times don't worry about not eating honey. Vegans, on the other hand, will not eat honey. So vegan is definitely the stricter side of it. A lot of times you call vegans strict vegetarians, but there's all kinds of vegetarians. You probably have heard of the term pescatarian, which is a vegetarian that eats fish. You have lactotarian, that is a vegetarian that still will eat dairy. So we have vegetarians that eat eggs. We also have vegetarians that call themselves flexitarians. And flexitarian is essentially a vegetarian that's mostly a vegetarian, but occasionally eats meat. Whereas vegan is a little bit stricter. And then from vegan, you can have, you know, the raw vegan, which is a vegan that only eats raw food. You definitely do have raw vegetarians that are vegetarians that only eat raw food. The big difference between a raw vegetarian and a raw vegan is the lifestyle end of it, meaning they're watching the clothing and everything like that. And vegans in no way, shape, or form does anything that causes any harm farming or anything with animals. So they are very cognizant and supportive of animals and their livelihoods. That is the biggest difference. But what you need to know is vegans, it's more of the lifestyle and vegetarians are more of food focused only. I myself do eat meat. I don't eat a lot. I am more of a plant forward based diet that I follow. I do eat meat where vegetarians, you know, and a lot of times we'll hear some phenomenal results with a vegetarian lifestyle when it comes to cardiovascular disease, diabetes, cancers. We see a lot of improvement when people follow vegetarian lifestyles. Now, personally, I see a lot of times when we see those big results, it's coming from people that have led a really unhealthy lifestyle and have gone to a much cleaner lifestyle. And that's a lot of times why we see these big data points and these big swings. I definitely do think if you have any, you know, chronic diseases that it's worth giving a vegetarian diet a try, especially under the guise of a doctor, a dietitian, board certified health coach, definitely working with some kind of professional to help you through that. But I mean, we have the research from the China study. That was a huge study. There's a book called The China Study. So if you are interested in learning more about the vegetarian diet, I'll go ahead and link that in there. But it actually did show a correlation between people that led more of a plant-based diet versus people that more led more of an animal-forward diet, that the plant-based diet community was significantly healthier than the other community. Of course, with every research, there is always the naysayers, there's always the what ifs, I get it, but it did, te- it did lend research that kind of supported that. We also have something like the Gerson Institute, and they have phenomenal results with, I'm going to say reversing cancer, because I don't like using the word cure, um, but reversing cancers 
with following a plant-based juice type diet. So that's been pretty amazing. And really when it comes down to the crux of why vegetarian diets kind of work in healing, allowing the body to heal itself, it really comes down to energy. You know, your body only has so much energy every day to extend to whether you're digesting food or healing. So if you're bringing in foods that are easily digested, your body can naturally spend more time healing. Now, a lot of times too, when we start implementing a lot of fruits, vegetables, and vegetarian type foods, our bodies the nutrient count goes up again allows to promoting of healing and a lot of times our our heavier foods can be inflammatory so if we're removing those inflammatory foods again it gives our body more abilities to heal itself now vegetarian is not for everybody i myself like i said follow more of a plant forward diet But my husband did try, we watched the movie Game Changers. If you haven't seen that on Netflix, it's athletes that went vegan and their performance level was a lot better and such. So my husband being an athlete, he's like, I want to try a vegan or vegetarian diet. So we tried it and his blood pressure actually went through the roof to the point where it was actually affecting his visual. And we were monitoring his blood pressure because we were noticing some things that were going on we took him off the vegetarian diet, he did fine. So it's a perfect example of it doesn't work for everybody. I know a lot of people that have gone on a vegetarian or vegan diet expecting to lose weight and they don't. Understanding how your body communicates to you. So just jumping on a vegetarian and vegan diet, hoping it's gonna fix everything, sometimes does, sometimes doesn't. But I do think it's a good idea to definitely give it a try, you know, especially if you're having issues with chronic health diseases or you're having issues managing diabetes. Now, I will say a caveat to diabetes is a lot of times vegetarian diets can be pretty high in starch and that might not be great for your blood sugar. So if you are a diabetic and are, you know, honestly, let's take a moment here. If you have any health condition, you should always work with a doctor and a licensed dietitian. That is by far where you need to be if you have a health issue. You should not be doing this on your own. You should not be following some Instagrammer or some blogger on trying to help correct your diabetes. You need to be working with a licensed medical professional, period. If you'd like to give the vegetarian diet a, a try, and you don't have chronic health issues, or maybe your doctor has told you, hey, maybe try a vegetarian diet. Definitely do it. Give it a try. Do the research. Find some balanced meal plans from a dietitian that can help you through it. If you need a dietitian, I know one of the best dietitians, and I'm going to actually plug her right now. You can go to barbarabaron.com. She is like the dietitian's dietitian. She is the creme de la creme. So definitely check her out if you're needing meal plans or dietary advice with stuff like that. But you hear me say at the end of every episode, don't forget to eat your effing veggies. Well, the vegetarian diet, you will not forget to eat your effing veggies. So I think it's a great thing to give it a try, but if you're jumping on the vegetarian diet, hoping to lose weight, it may or may not happen like any other diet. You know, one of the things that when I have worked with clients on 
finding what diet might fit them the best. One of the things I do look at is blood type. Now, there was um, a dietary book called The Blood Type Diet that was put out, and it basically listed if you have certain blood types, you have certain foods you should use and avoid. I do not use this diet as an absolute. I use it as a guide. So what I generally tell people, if you're an A blood type, you might be more, do better with a vegetarian type diet. Actually, according to the blood type diet book, type A blood is the only diet that can be closest to a healthy vegetarian. I don't know if that's true or not, but I will tell you from my experience with people, the ones that do better on the vegetarian diets tend to be a blood type A. The ones that have the harder time get a lot of cravings, a lot of just irritability and anxiety and and things like that are, are more of our O blood types. They generally don't do well on a vegan di- or a vegetarian diet. Um, so just keep that in mind. And like I said, this is just from my experience that I have seen. But hey, if you're an O blood type and want to give a vegetarian diet a try, by all means, do it. I think it's great, especially when you're just learning about different flexibilities with vegetables. Oftentimes we so hard focus on how to cook meats, braising and roasting and smoking and all these cool techniques. But we don't do that with vegetables. We somehow get stuck in steamed vegetables. There is much more in life than steamed vegetables. Believe me, it's delicious. So vegetarians, you know, following a vegetarian diet allows you to expand your vegetable repertoire a little bit. You're trying new things and new dishes that you would have never tried before. So I always recommend to people pick up a vegetarian cookbook and have at it. You know, it was one of the things that when uh, me and my co-author Paige wrote Plate of Food is that that book was very plant forward. You know, we ate more vegetables than we definitely ate meat and it was coming up with creative dishes to use for vegetables. So it's things like that that we want to look at. But if you're jumping on the vegetarian diet expecting to lose weight, it may or may not happen. Um, But if you are curious and want to give it a try, by all means, I think a vegetarian diet is great to try. And I really love the idea of meatless Mondays or maybe doing one vegetarian week a month or however you want. But I think anytime we can kind of lower the stress on our systems, the better. Now, I will tell you, if you've ever kind of felt bloated, and this is something I often do a lot. Let's say the day after Christmas, perfect example. You've eaten all kinds of crappy food and you just feel distended and gross. A lot of times following that up with a vegetarian day or two really helps to align your digestive system a little bit better. One, you're taking a lot of focus off digesting even more difficult things to allow your body to like kind of assimilate what has been going on and get that to move through. So I definitely do. If you find yourself bloated some morning and you don't feel good, try a vegetarian diet. And you know, a lot of times we think of, oh, well, vegetarians eat soy. Vegetarians do not have to eat soy. I do not touch soy. And I will do vegetarian days, vegetarian weeks. So things like, even things like broccoli and like basmati rice, you have protein in that. So there's so many other ways to getting protein through nuts and seeds. And if you're allowing yourself goat cheese, goat 
goat and sheep cheese is also easily digestible. So a lot of times when I'm doing my vegetarian days, I do allow for goat and sheep cheeses because that's me and I like to do it. So there are three cons we hear a lot of times when we're talking about vegetarian diets. Low vitamin B12, low vitamin D, and not getting enough protein. Now, when it comes down to the vitamin content, the Bs and the Ds, we can easily add that into our diet by taking a B12 supplement or taking a vitamin D supplement. I would really suggest if you're taking a vitamin D supplement that is a fat-soluble supplement, to really, you know, have that monitored with your doctor that you are taking the correct amount, you're not taking too much. But we can easily address those two points. And actually, there's been some research that it's even said that's not, you know, necessarily just vegetarians that have this issue. Plenty of meat eaters have issues with low vitamin D and low vitamin B12. The other thing we want to they we talk a lot about is watching your protein count. Now, Anybody should be watching a protein count. We should be making sure we are getting the proper amount of protein, whether you eat meat or don't. Obviously, if you eat meat, it's a little bit easier to get in protein, but that doesn't mean being a vegetarian or being a vegan, you can't get the amount of protein. Vegetables have protein, nuts and seeds, things like chia seeds or hemp seeds, even things like nutritional yeast. These are all great forms of protein. You have something like lentils. In one cup of lentils, it's almost 18 grams of protein. So there's plenty of ways that we can get in protein without always having to go to the animal protein. And personally, I like diets that are a mix of both animal and plant-based proteins. I am a big believer in variety within a diet. We shouldn't, nobody's diet should be getting all their protein sources from an animal protein. We should be diversifying our proteins anyway. Be free. Try some vegetarian meals out. And of course, don't forget to eat your effing veggie. I'll talk to you all next week.